The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, uh, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Pupa Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. Not sure what the theme was. Not sure what that is. I'm sweet I, baby brother, 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Justin, explain I, yourself immediately. I am but a pupa that uh-huh. is uh, snuggling into a chrysalis. Right mm. now, and have okay. been so for thirty now six some odd years. Is I'm this confused. a low? Why carb? are you a French pope? Is this a sl- is this a slow carb thing? Is this like one of no, the phases not- of the slow carb? Like you eat a bunch of um, beans and then you turn those beans into a chrysalis <laughs> and then you become larval and then uh, yeah, I guess you shed. He tears some up strips of newspaper, smears his bean goo upon them. Yeah, you know, form his house. It's nothing like the dumb thing you guys said. Uh, okay. No, tomorrow. Kind Today is Friday. Tomorrow, July eighth, I'm going to go see Mr. James Buffett live him. in concert, and in doing so, I will have completed my development as a person and will emerge, mm-hmm. or like a, I will like emerge like a butterfly. Ah, so we're in I a bliss delight situation. Yeah, that's what right. I, was, I was just about to say. It sounds like we're maybe Justin's going to come back, maybe a new character on the next episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me, which I'm very excited about. Can you tell me how you've been preparing your body? Is there some sort of powder that you apply? I went through every Hawaiian shirt I owned and okay. that all the ones Amazon had to find the perfect one. And I've been re-listening to some tunes to try to pick out some new ones and maybe reading up on some trivia that I can kind of spout during like hey did you know he wrote this one wherever lauderdale you know i didn't i haven't read much yet uh so there's still time jesus get- no justin there's not much time it's tomorrow you think you just, this is like your fucking your capstone project you think you can just fucking buffalo this one in at the last minute no my question is this will james buffett witness me will he Ooh. witness me will he sense i am there like and this one goes out to Island Boy or something like that. Yeah. Like As I, I, you've do you got to back channel this. That's that. I mean, that's kind of um, that's kind of a crass. It, it'll, it'll work, but I mean, you really want to leverage your um, your your limited media power for this one. But the answer is yes, of course you want. Yes, do that. obviously. But, I mean, I think you, there's also a lot of like tried and true standard options here. Um, you could just try singing along with all the songs louder than anybody else. The loudest. Oh, and that's a good it, idea. If you do oh, it loud yeah, enough and good great. enough, they don't tell you this. Um, when we're up on stage doing our jokes, when you do our jokes, um, the loudest and the best out of anybody, we 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 see you. There's recognition there. Ooh, um, and maybe you, if you maybe if you yell the trivia to James Buffett and yeah. you're like, "Hey, you wrote this one in Key West," he'll be like, "Thank you for reminding me, Island Boy." Um, you know, you know how to fly a plane. Yes, uh, I do. Yeah, I okay. do know that. Thank you. Uh, is that Island Boy? I recognize <laughs> you. Come up here. Come on, you do one. Island Boy, did you know I, I was also a restaurateur, right? Yeah, a restaurateur and pilot. 
Yeah, now, an author. Now, have you considered, and I hope the answer is no, but I need to know if you've seen all the angles of this thing, rushing the stage and attacking James Buffett. Now, what mm-hmm. would that accomplish? <laughs> how would that Respect. get me further, further? How would that get me closer to the goals of my vision board? Well, he would certainly... I mean, he would definitely know. He would definitely know Island Boy. He would witness me. Well, yeah. And maybe maybe a, he's just been waiting for a challenger. Maybe I'm, he's ready to yes. hand over his blown out flip flops. I'm so not endorsing. This is so a bad you, plan. I'm not endorsing this plan. But it's working. So you're past, that's all I'm suggesting. Say. I rush up on stage. Mm-hmm. I rend my Hawaiian shirt in twain. Yeah, I yeah. toss Jimmy Buffett a bat left. Uh-huh. And I battle him for yeah. supremacy of yes. like island lord. Yeah, you'll lose. You'll def 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 lose. Like, but maybe he'll like Mr. Miyagi. You take you under his wing. No, like, he'll kill you. I he'll see kill you on something stage. in you. No, he'll kill. He'll kill you right there on the stage. Okay. Um, how high can you? How, how high up can you jump? Because I imagine this this stage is going to be four or five feet up off the ground. Uh, it's at Riverbend in Cincinnati. Travis, I don't know. Have you ever been there? Oh, okay, you know, you're in an amphitheater situation then, so the stage, I believe, is lower, and you might be able to jump. That's great. You could just parachute right down onto that yeah. thing, bat lets out, and yeah. um, it just it just really attack Jimmy Buffett. I want to attack Jimmy Buffett. He has to make the first move. You really need to pick the right song. What's the be- You're at a Jimmy Buffett concert. What's the best song to get the drop on Jimmy Buffett during? Because like, if it's I I think like. Margaritaville, I think he pretty much, that's just muscle memory at this point. Like, he will definitely see you coming. Is there more of an emotional ballad where he's maybe thinking of like a long lost friend? Or maybe maybe one of his new songs? You're thinking like one he doesn't know how to play very good yet? Yeah, Yeah. it's a new song. He's really nervous about like whether the crowd's going to love it and he doesn't know how to like play the instrument good enough and so he's like really focused on that and then all of a sudden you're behind him with a baseball bat with a bunch of nails in it and then you t- so you do toss him also another baseball bat so you're suggesting fight. james rips into something from the uh third canon which is what we call f- songs after like 2005 he rips into the third canon, maybe like a uh, math sucks or i will play for gumbo Sorry, there's and... one called Math Sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's called How Math Sucks. How much did you sucks. real quick, real quick, real quick, 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 quick? It's quick, with a quick, K. Quick, By the way, quick, no C, just a K. S U K S. Poifect, poifect. Real quick, quick, quick. How much did you pay for these tickets? A good amount, like not much. We're on the lawn, so we're just kind of kicking it. All right. That's I, actually it, that's how it should be. I would be amazed if anybody actually bought like the actual seats. To see, like, everyone's just like, oh, there's long, I can just sit on grass? Yes, please. That's the vibe right there. Who wants to sit in a chair? That's fine. You know, you could pay for the chair, but you're not going to need it. <laughs> once he once he tears into the to the to some of his first canon hits. You'll also be too stoned to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> you won't remember how to do it. And that's a bad place to be, because that's that leaves you very few options. So anyway, Have you considered I'll... if you do powder yourself up just right and you get he he witnesses you however you decide to do it, what you might do because you're going with your family, I imagine, right? There's a family yeah. experience. What if he wants to kiss and make love to you because mm-hmm. he like <laughs> there's oh there's there's plenty of hours in the day. I'll, I'll make him take me to the plane first and let me fly it a little bit. Like okay, you know, wind me down, make Jim. Just so anyway. you know, it's it's real. It's, uh, listen, that's, I'll report back next week. I was actually trying to engineer a way that I could record an episode at the concert. Mm-hmm. I couldn't come up with anything substantial, though. You realize how shitty that would be for me and Travis, though? <laughs> oh, the worst. I, my idea was, like, I would barely pay attention to what you guys were saying and just check okay. in every few minutes. 
Yeah, uh, like a live correspondent while you guys yeah. kind of held down the fort. Um, but I, I really want to. This isn't about work, and it's and you know what? In a way, it's not even about me. This concert, it's 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 about James and him connecting with his fans. Um, he's getting up in years, and any tour could be the last one before he retires. And I'm sure he's been saying that forever. But you know, I'm just happy to have the opportunity to finally go see Jim live. Um, uh, please let us know how it goes. Oh, well, uh, here's our first question. Hey, Mabim Bam, about two months ago, I got pulled over during my driver's test for pulling out in front. You got pulled over during your driver's test? That's a bad beat. That's a bad, That's bad beat. That's a woof. Ouch. Uh, I normally don't drive this poorly, but the cop who was giving the test made me nervous. How you do I stay finish why they got pulled over. Everyone's going to be like, what? How do I stay chill next time I take it? Wait a minute. Okay, Hold okay, on. okay. Hold I think on. the cop, a co- the cop that was giving the test, I think, made them stop the test because yes. they pulled out in front of. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Are there places where cops give driving tests? That's, That's a terrifying. Nightmare. That's a fucking. Oh. Night. Are you kidding so me? You pulled out in front of traffic during a left turn. Not a protect. I assume not a protected left turn. There's people honking, which is just terrifying. And there's a cop there just going like, nope. <laughs> the cop like, uh, it looks like you pulled out in front of traffic. Also, is that weed I smell on you huh? from, from two years ago? That's right. Never mind the all... barking dog in the back. Yeah. Um, that's, that's fucking terrifying. I, I like, oh man, I don't know that I could recover from this. I, I I I don't know how to st- I, I moved is moving to a different is packing your bags and moving to a state where you can just like take a test from just like some fucking who usually administers these tests big fucking old nerd <laughs> is like well looks like you didn't uh, hit the brakes a little bit fast enough but that's okay because I'm afraid of you and so here's your license and not a cop and then you can move back to Arkansas I suppose. Can you try to drive past a crime so the cop is like, hold on, okay. pull over, partner, and he tosses you a shotgun, and <gasps> it's like, let's get this done. Yes. You've got to stop this crime. And, and then also, afterwards- He's the rock. And- yes, he's mm-hmm. the rock, and this is the rundown, too. And also, like after that, there's no way he's going to fail you. No way. No, no way. Um, You've been through some shit together. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, wait. Marry the you gotta marry the two situations. The next time marry this the happens, cop. marry the you gotta cop. Marry right the cop. There. If you pull out in front of traffic, right, you make another infraction, and he's like, "Ooh, that's an infraction." You say, "No, I saw that person in that car was doing something bad. They were they were gonna go murder someone, and I had to stop them." Whoa. So what seemed like an infraction was actually me doing like a citizen's driving maneuver. To yes. stop a future crime. It was a citizen's wreck. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. I had to do it. I had really? a pre- Listen, I had a fucking premonition, okay? Get okay. off my case. Are you biased against psychics? Uh, here's one you could try. Psych could talk his way out of this, by the way. Psych could do up. anything. Psych could talk his With way out With the help of, of his best friend, Dule Hill. So mm-hmm. could Monk, and also White Collar. Characters welcome. Is there ever a crossover episode between Psych and Monk? And maybe gotta White be, Collar pops in at the end? Gotta oh, be. Oh, God, gotta I want be. that so bad now. Please, uh, please bring it back. Though. Make the Psych movie bring Monk back. Bring uh, him back. Burn the notice end, is there. At the end, yeah, they try to solve the crime. They're like, we need one more hand. Then Burn Notice shows up. What's up on Burn Notice? Characters welcome. See you guys over on Royal Pains. That's a uh, different. Royal Pains is there. Could you tell, like, I think the problem that you're 
having here is the pressure to succeed. You need to find a way to release that. So I would say start going to these driving tests deciding to fail. And when Mm -hmm. you get into the car, tell the cop, hey, this run, this is a burner test. I ain't going to pass this one. Hang on. I've already got a second appointment scheduled. There's a confidence booster. I'm going to do so. I'm really going to explore the space out there. And then you pop in your headphones, you play some music, baby driver this shit, which I still haven't seen, but I assume this is what happens. Um, those, those all seem like good options. I'm glad we could help so much. Um, or just like you- when you fuck up, just look at him and go, Poe, but he's nervous, and go for a high five. And like he'll be like, oh, you know you fucked up, but that's really charming. Okay, you're okay. fine. You're fine. You still failed. Ha- I have a Yahoo here. But I like it. It was sent in by a couple people. Level 9000, Yadru, Drew, Drew, Davenport, and uh, Nick Potter. Thank you. Thank you both. It's from Yadru Answers user. Questions lost in time. Ooh. Uh, The question is, true or false, you have fully explored your entire body at least once. Ooh. I will say, can I just say right off the bat? Think it. Yeah, really think about it. No, I'm just going to say just format of the question. I'd like a Yahoo answer that's like, listen, you only got two answers. You yeah. don't got to get eloquent here. This is a yes or no, true or false question. But it really makes you confront like, this is my body. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Obviously, we've been through a lot together. Swimming, walking, scrubbing, scrubbing it in the shower. But is there parts of it? Hmm. I just don't know about. It's like when you're out in the woods and you're like, you know, you you think like this this square foot of land I'm standing on has any human ever stood here before? Yeah. You know, has anyone walked? Has a foot trod this this mountain, or am I the first? And I I think about that every time I touch the back of my knee. Have I touched this inch of my body? That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't know that I have. I'm thinking there's probably untread ground somewhere. There, uh, my body is like uh, an urban area. By mm-hmm. and large, there's a lot of culture and exciting development. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some places uh, in town that you just don't go. There's yeah. some places in my body I'm just not going to... Forget places. There's angles of my body. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if that's that one's for me. Mine, um, has, a, mine has a lot of sprawl. Let me say this. My there's bodies there's parts of my body that are so mysterious that Roman Mars has done an episode about them. <laughs> like it's it's pretty it's pretty well hidden from the the it's like it's a, it's at least 75% invisible. I would say that. It's 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 rough it's up in there. there. I just think about it. Hey, here's something weird. You guys ever think I was thinking about this yesterday that there's organs in your body Oh, no. That you won't see, but like you've been carrying them with you forever, but like you will never see your heart or whatever, like maybe through x-rays or MRIs or whatever, but like you, like you're just been hauling those things around with you and they could be weird or cool and you just don't know. They're just kind of along for the ride with you forever locked away. This is a, this is a thing I've thought about before, Justin, where like I've never had any kind of uh, like open my body surgery. I've never had any surgery. And I thought like, what if they were to cut me open at like 45 and be like, what is that? Yeah. And I just like, I, I'm like an ex Dude, you, your liver's all weird. Oh, Which man. is like, I've got a whole nother organ in there that they've like never seen. It's just like, well, this is Shit. new. Huh. Guys, he's got stomach too. <laughs> the sequel to stomach. This is why you can eat all those bagel sandwiches. That don't make sense. 
Look at cow stomach in here. It's <laughs> a lot of chambers. I could have a perfect liver. I might you have would like never know. the perfect liver, and I'd never. I don't know. know. I you like fantasy a lot. That. That's true. No, I mean not anymore. Mm. The slow carb is it's not compatible with pounding the Hennessy every night. Now, Justin, uh, I'm pretty sure at this point, as long as you've been doing slow carb, if you ever did have some sort of surgery, it would just sort of be like a beanbag situation. <laughs> just like a lot of pintos would just come just spilling, <laughs> spilling out of you. I hear the pintos shuffling around when you walk. I'm just saying. It's gotten a little distracting for sure. A little bit. It's sort of a maraca situation. Are there parts of your mm-hmm. body you mm-hmm. haven't Listen, explored. we're all thinking about it. We're all just, let's, we're all dancing around it. But there's probably a part of the... I mean, the taint, you like to, right? The, the I mean, taint, it's the taint, the gooch region, the back of the it. Taint. Everybody's thinking about Every, it. Here's something, here's something kind of fun. I could, I would be willing to bet $100 that okay. uh, 100% of the people listening to this episode have, in the past three minutes, visualized their own taint. Yeah. And they, they have probably thought about the last taint experience that they had, and they're all visualizing their own taint. If you visualized your own taint in the past three minutes, please tweet, I just visualized my own taint, hashtag MBMBAM. If you want to throw a link to the iTunes page, well, that's all the better. Uh, oh, this will also be fun because we also often get questions about this. If you're like in um, like a public setting, maybe like on the subway or you're just like walking down the street. Right now, if you visualize your own taint, just raise your hand. And if you see someone else like, oh, they raise their hand for no reason, just walking down the street, you'll know. That's how and like, know. Yeah, you'll know like, oh, okay, you're listening to my brother, my brother and me right now. And you thought about your taint. Cool. And maybe high five them. And not only visual, not only visualized it, thought about your history yeah, with it for sure. Have I been all over that? Have I have I Magellaned my taint? <laughs> thought about the intricate setup of mirrors you once did. It's gotta be. It's gotta. Mm. You know what? No, I've seen everything my body has to offer. <laughs> Next question. I picked up a pair of jeans one day and couldn't remember where I had bought them, but they quickly became my favorite pair of jeans. After wearing them a few times, it hit me that there's a chance they are my roommates, and they ended up in my laundry by accident. She hasn't said anything, and there's a chance I just forgot I bought them. I checked, and we don't wear the same size, but I also know that those are just justifications I'm using to avoid possibly having to give up my favorite pair of jeans. What should I do? That's from Potential denim deviant. You're good. <laughs> You're fine. I really don't know what else to say. It's no good traveling pants. Roommate doesn't care. It's not even the same size. You're good. Traveling pants is the way to go, though, Trav. If you are ever caught, like I thought we were in the sisterhood together, and they may travel back to you at some point if I get some cheese stains on them. But right yeah. now, they've wandered long enough and they've found respite and shelter. And we got to let them embrace that. This is, something, I, this is something I wish you could do with a roommate, which is like, if, you, if you're traveling, I'm traveling to Italy uh, to go to a friend's wedding. And it's mm-hmm. going to be a difficult time for me. So I stole some of your fucking pants because they, these, are tra- these are my traveling jeans. I think that's what that movie, I think that's how it starts. <laughs> and this is our traveling wallet that I stole yeah. from you to help yeah, you pay for the, the trip. Sisterhood of the Traveling Identity. <laughs> it's a traveling social security number, what's the problem? Listen, I- I'm going to a wedding, it's gonna be tough. I bought a bunch of shit with your Amazon account. I had to live at my dad's place. <laughs> 
Um, so so I, they're fine, right? Like this is an easy one. But I also think that I think that there's a, a like a third more mysterious possibility here of like you don't remember buying them, but they're not your roommate's size. So like, there is a third option that it's neither yours nor your roommates, and like, where the fuck did they come from? Sentient alien pretending to be genes to get yes. to touch oh butts. My God, thank these you, Justin. fucking perverts. I'm so sick of these genomes. Thank you, and thank you, Philip K. Dick, for giving aliens the idea to do that. Yeah, one of your I want to go ahead and stories. give Griffin a bit of a moment here I was because about usually, to say, come usually on. it's mine, but Griffin did just say genomorph, and like, I really want to hang a lantern on that. Nothing. I've been there, Griffin. I know how that feels. I know, Travis. I just, I it feel, it felt bad. I'm sorry I do that to you so often. You, you, you put up pearls before swine so frequently, and it just felt so shitty. Yeah, no, that was genomorph was great. And don't get me wrong, I'm gonna keep doing it to you, but like yeah, in that no, no, in yeah, this yeah, moment, yeah. it just like is weird. No, when you got a rhythm like we have, it's okay if you shit on me from time to time. <laughs> uh, by the way, Genomorph is a really great uh, roller derby name. If anyone wants to use that and be kind of like alien themed, uh, I mean, I already TM'd it. So, oh uh, well, never um, mind. How about another question? Yeah, I recently discovered that my brother eats toaster waffles weird. Instead of eating both waffles separately with some kind of spreadable food stuff or syrup, he immediately takes the waffles after they've popped out from the toaster and eats them without any accompanying butter, jam, marmalade, etc. Furthermore, he holds them together as if they're sandwich slices without any actual filling, taking large bites out of both dry waffles at a time. How do I communicate to him that he's doing this wrong, or is it weird that I find this weird? And that's from whacked out by waffle weirdness. When y'all started this show, when we started this show... Did you think it would turn into a internet forum for us to learn about all of the different types of perverts that there are in the world? Because <laughs> I didn't think it would be that, but that's certainly where we are. I don't think I'm into this. I've done exactly this. I enjoy if I'm going to make a toaster waffle, I just want to wrap it in a paper towel and go to town. I don't I don't want a bunch of accoutrement. Here's now what that- it is. Here's what it is, Justin. Mm. I because I I felt this way as well, which is I think the brother in question here has recognized like I'm not having a gourmet dinner. I am getting two frozen toaster waffles because if I don't eat, I'll die. And this is this is function more than form. I just need to consume this food as quickly as possible so I can continue on with my day so that yeah. I don't get cranky around eleven thirty. Now, I want to hit you with this, Griffin, because you were sort of turning your nose up at this. Does it change the math at all for you? I don't eat plain waffles. If I'm going to mm. eat a toaster waffle, I like them with some fixings. So right now I've got Spider-Man waffles, and they have blue and red berries in them, and they're shaped and spiders, like webs. And they're full of spiders, just like yeah. lots of spiders. <laughs> One bite, spiders in your mouth. It's fantastic. And Spider and I, in every bite, guaranteed. Guaranteed. So does that change it for you? If it's like a sweet treat with berries in it to just eat it dry, does that bother you? If it's a... F- if it- I wasn't imagining just like a flax fucking plain flavorless waffle. I tell you what, I tell you what freaks me out. It's the it's the combination of no accoutrement, no syrups, no peanut butters or jellies or jams or butters, um, and also eating them two at a time. Like to quote this amazing turn of phrase from the question: sandwich slices. <laughs> I just like that d- doing both to me. Eating it like it's a sandwich with nothing in the middle is is ludicrous to me it's it's beyond the pale i can't i cannot forgive it or get over it 
Mm. What I if I told you? Th- what if I told you that this brother Griffin was an EMT who had to get out there and save lives and doesn't have time? Yes. To put butter on the waffle and syrup and enjoy it like you, like you, they're out there saving lives. You could eat a, you could eat two waffles. If you're going to eat two waffles and mm. you could eat them both in mm. a time it takes you to eat one through yeah. stacking technology, it seems uh, uh, irresponsible not to. Yes. I mean, you're fucking, but now you're on some like bullshit Silicon Valley stuff of just like, you don't got time to eat. You got to program Facebook too. So here's a protein slurry that we can shoot into your mouth with a big gun. Like, no, you got to take time and enjoy your life. You're an EMT. That's fine. Get out there and save lives, but save your own life first. Cause what's life worth living if you don't eat your waffles one at a fucking time with but the aren't there stuff? Some day, aren't there some days where a scientist like knocked on your door and said, eat this pill and you won't need to eat for the next 24 hours and you'll get all the nutrients you need and you'll feel totally full and satisfied and you'll like be able to like really focus on getting shit what done the today. Fu- what the fuck? Not every day. Eat- Not no. every day. Eating's the best. Eating's my favorite. I saw that in an episode of Garfield when we went to the future and everybody was eating food pills. And what was the lesson he learned? What was the lesson he learned? Because I bet he was so like, what about my lasagna? Yeah, that's why he was like, I, he's like, fuck this, I'm going back to the past. And See? it was the first time that the F word was used on TV. <laughs> and it was very- yeah. Unscripted, it was, it was live. I, Griffin, you have to remember, and I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, I once, I grew up in a house like where I once watched my dad eat a Pop-Tart with butter on it. Like he put butter on a Pop-Tart. So it's like very hard to sort of trip me out with breakfast methodology i guess i it's just it's just slow down y'all you only get one go put some syrup on some shit that's it that's all i'm gonna say we get one go yolo syrup your shit up what if it was a syrup sandwich Mm. what is that what have you just said two waffles syrup in the middle squish it together syrup sandwich it's gonna be a mess but it's better than nothing what if you i don't actually i don't actually use butter I don't do that much syrup on my shit anymore, actually. I'm more of a peanut butter and jam kind of man because one time, um, it was just when we had gotten Cecil, our cat, I put some syrup on a waffle and it slipped off my plate and landed on the cat syrup side down. Sticky <laughs> <laughs> kitty. That cat, that cat fucking hates my guts still. And it's because of that. And I don't you blame him. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't blame him. What a Wa- shitty day. Waffles are kind of bullshit. The first time the inventor of the waffle, Ed Waffle, uh, invented it the first time he tried to spread butter on it he should have gone back to the fucking drawing board and just said like this this didn't work out <laughs> i just tried it and like Holy this didn't shit. work you guys are you ready are you ready for my new invention that i've just come up with waffle iron smooth on one side for the butter waffled on the other for the syrup oh Holy my god shit. oh my god it's just like a, yeah, choose your own adventure. That's so good, Trav. That's put Travis, the but you, so you put, good. spread the butter onto the flat side, and then you flip it and dip it, and then you fill every one of those crannies with that golden juice. Yeah. Oh my god, this is good, Travis. I'm so wow, wow, that's good. Name it so you can TM it real quick. Uh, falafel. <laughs> Okay, no. well, it's a flat you, waffle. No, you fucked up. No, <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, let's. How uh, about, can I? Can I just breakfast yeah. friend? Breakfast friend. Breakfast There's friend. An, the name of the tool is the breakfast a, friend. A little general. <laughs> like I, if I buy something called a breakfast friend and it does this one thing, <laughs> it's not a great friend. <laughs> it's just sort of like a very, he's very single minded friend. 
Future um, waffle, future waffle love sounds. Yep. <laughs> Travis McRoy presents Waffle Friend. <laughs> A Travis McRoy joint. So what about uh, Waffle Box, the Pancake Below? Yeah, yes. Waffle Box, the Pancake Below is really, really good. Okay. Spider-Man waffles. <laughs> I, those are used. Groot, uh, Groot waffles. I am Groot waffles. Everybody <laughs> loves that little guy. Groffles. Groffles. Janine Groffles. Oh. <laughs> and it comes with cereal. And it comes with cereal, yeah. like Cheerios, and that's the O's that you pour on top Why of Why didn't Janine Garofalo ever get her own cereal? It's not Janine, too late. Janine Garofalo's Tasty Waffalos. And it's just like it's <laughs> waffle flavored Cheerios. Uh, Can we call her Mark Garofalo's? She's just wearing a chef's outfit. Hi, and I'm Mark Ruffalo, and this is my partner, Janine Garofalo, and we want to present to you Garofalo and Ruffalo's Waffalos. <laughs> coming, coming this fall, look forward to it, is my new potato chip brand, and it is just called Ruffalo's. It's not as good. <laughs> I came up with it early, and I'm, I'm in debt. Me and Janine uh, have been talking help. about it. I think that's all the jokes. We're going to have to fund these new inventions somehow, so let's take a trip on down to the money zone. like to tell y'all about our sponsor this week one of them squarespace i have on squarespace right now i think four or five different websites i've set up there it's so easy and convenient just started a new project with my friends here in cincinnati where we're doing um like a puzzle bar crawl um where you move from bar to bar and get different puzzles to tell you the next place to go that sounds fun yeah and i set up a website on squarespace with the registration you can pay the registration fee through there find all the information i even was able to set up puzzles where you have to enter the answer to get to the next page um it's really cool and it's so user friendly and their support is amazing you have 24 7 customer support um, there's nothing to install, patch, upgrade ever. It's just amazing award-winning templates and an all-in-one platform. Um, I highly recommend you can also get um, get your domains right through Squarespace. So it's an all-in-one experience. Uh, and for a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, you can visit squarespace.com slash my brother. That's squarespace.com slash my brother. Go check it out. I'm a huge fan. I also want to say I went to roundzone.com once to try to get a website, gave my computer a big virus. You may not spend a lot of time thinking about your taint, but your taint knows you Ooh. Uh, so well. You know why? Because you take the time to give it the very best when you go to Me Undies. Me Undies is sustainably sourced and made from micro-modal. It's a fabric that's three times softer than cotton, which... Uh, your taint certainly appreciates. You know, it's, 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 all right, I'm going to put a limit four more times. Four more times. You can try MeUndies today, and you should. Go get the Celebrate pattern before they're all gone at MeUndies.com slash my brother. I should mention, the Celebrate pattern, it, it looks like confetti, and it's fun. It's, it's just real fun. fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Uh, it's, if you go to that address I gave you, MeUndies.com slash my brother, you'll save 20% off your first pair. So that makes affordable undies even more so. You can get 20% off your first pair plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash my brother right now. That's MeUndies.com slash my brother. 
I'm wearing those, uh, I don't know if y'all are down on this experience, those uh, MeUndies lounge pants right now? Fuck me. It's just like a big pair of MeUndies that are pants also. And I gotta get, I gotta get those. They're I real good. Hey, can I tell you about Wink? Please yes. do. Yes. I'm gonna do it real quick. Did you hear that? That was the sound of my, that's the sound I make when I wink. And oh, then, God. Yeah, they say to, they say to do it. Oh. Huh. Do that. Um, Go to a doctor. Um, formerly... You may know this project formerly as Club W. Uh, it gives you access to exceptional wines from around the world. Uh, they base the wines that they send you on your taste preferences and will introduce you to new custom wines that are not available anywhere else. Uh, we've gotten a few bottles from them before, and um, I'm not like a huge wine drinker. I, I enjoy drinking wine. I just like don't know how to get good stuff. Like I don't know what is good because I'm a child. Um, but all the stuff they send has been like really, really great. Um, you can join for free, skip any month of deliveries that you want, and cancel any time. And they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so you never pay for a bottle you don't like. Uh, you can just go to trywink.com, uh, and that is spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C. It's Wink with a C, uh, dot com, and take a brief palate profile quiz, and Wink will recommend wines uh, customized to your palate to be shipped directly to your door every month. And and right now, they're offering listeners 20 bucks off your first order when you go to trywink.com slash my brother. They'll even cover the cost of shipping. That's trywink, again, T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash my brother to get 20 bucks off your first order now, plus complimentary shipping. Trywink.com slash my brother. Uh, we got some personal messages here. Uh, first is for GeeklyCon. It's a weekend-long gathering of friends who love podcasts, tabletop gaming, video games. I like those things. And generally having fun. In 2017, GeeklyCon will be in St. Louis from July 20th to the 23rd. Geek me in St. Louis, Louis. It's a little joke. Uh, a little, very little. Uh, GeeklyCon yeah. is, open, is an open-minded and welcoming group. And we invite you to come and meet your new best friends. Now, tickets are selling fast, so you're going to want to go to geeklycon.com to order one before they are sold out. Uh, this will be a great event, um, uh, and I think everybody should go. Michael, one of the the guy who cat who's done so much web design for us over the years, puts it on, and he's a oh. real sweetheart. So uh, you should go check it totally out. Geeklycon.com. Uh, I have a personal message here, and it's for Adam. Happy birthday to my favorite husband. And it's from Tabitha, your favorite wife. This is the first time I think the anybody using a Jumbotron has ever snuck a secret message into the name field. Mm. It's like that great 1-800-COLLECT commercial where the guy's like, we ought to baby eats a boy. You remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> oh, God, why do I remember that? We out of baby eats a boy. It's I can't really remember funny. my wife's phone number, but I can remember that commercial. What's same, wrong with dude, me? Dude, same. It's so funny. Anyway, uh, Adam, Tabitha has this message for you. Thanks for sticking with me through all my <laughs> podcast obsessions and even joining me in some. I couldn't think of anything better to have the brother than to have the brothers wish you a great year. You've uh, you're always supportive and kind, even with a grumpy. That's just my face, face and a sigh. Winky emoticon. It's the sound it makes again. I'm sorry. P.S. I'm buying this on my B-Day since they opened 2017 today. Now that's love. What a love. What a what love. An ex- what an exceptional love. Buying somebody a birthday present on your dang birthday. That is such an amount of foresight that I cannot even comprehend. I do it every year. We ought a baby eat a boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm so glad to bring that great gag to a new generation. Hello, Amita Patel. Hello, Sean David Johnson. What's going on? 
I think a friend of mine may have chronic pop culture deficiency syndrome. Oh no, PCDS? What are the symptoms? Well, she doesn't know Wakanda from Westeros. Shameful. And she keeps confusing Aziz Ansari and Riz Ahmed. Oh my gosh, so sad. Kind of racist too, but what did you tell her to do? I told her to listen to our podcast, Inside Pop, of course. Fantastic idea. A weekly dose of Inside Pop will help anyone discover the best in TV, film, and music. Suffer from PCDS no more. Inside Pop has you covered every Wednesday on Max Fun. How about a Yahoo? Please. Uh, this one was sent in by Level 9000 Yahoo Drew. Drew Davenport, thank you, Drew. It's from Yahoo Answers user Max Tyler. Sometimes I can sense a smile in you when you begin to read these, and I always get very excited. They're just really good. In a war between centaurs... Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I figured it was misspelled, and you were giving the person shit. Centaurs. Centaurs. You're saying them centaurs and unicorns. <laughs> in a war between centaurs and men on horses, who would win? By the way, it would be in a fantasy world with swords, spears, bows, and arrows, and such like, thanks in advance. This question is fucking on point. Okay, I really, I'm not gonna just start, let's not do the thing we always do, where we just start running our fucking mouths before we actually think about it. We're gonna take, I'm sorry, listener, perhaps you have a 15 second skip button on your uh, player. Let's give ourselves 15 seconds to just fucking think about this for a second. I, here, I, I have a bit of filler for the audience to think about while we think about it. Do you think the first time a centaur sees a person on horseback get off the horse, they just start screaming in terror? That would be very scary. All right, okay. you have to shut your fucking gob and think about okay. this. Think about it. Ready, go. I've got my, I got my answer. Okay. Okay, I think I'm ready. I'm ready, too. Three, two, one. Men on Men people on horses. horses. Yeah. Okay. 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 And here's okay. here's how I came to this conclusion. Centaurs mm-hmm. is one big beautiful beast, and don't get me wrong, big beautiful beast, love it. And there's certainly a a thing you can put in the pro column of just like full synthesis, full, full unity, integration, full integration. You're gonna sure. have there's there's going to be even the most beautiful domesticated horse with the most beautiful like connection with a jockey, even if they're in the fucking drift together, there's gonna be Yeah, you've petted some... them every time they've turned left or stopped for you at the right time. You know it's, what I mean? All the hearts exploded around their heads. There's a break point there of just how good that relationship can be. There's a there's a loss of control there somewhere. But the thing I just can't get over mm-hmm. is centaurs have one hit point and a man and a horse have two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's it's hard to to deny that if you take out a centaur's legs then it's done. If you take out the man on horseback's legs, he's got another sort of methodology he can employ. I was now, think, thinking of spears, right? You throw a spear through a centaur, mm-hmm. you've hit the centaur. You would have to throw that spear really good to get it through dude and horse. You know what now, I mean? Now, here, here's the question, though, Griffin. In that, in that case, if the centaur takes out person, is the horse like, I'm going to keep fighting? <laughs> Or is the horse like, thank God, bye. Wow, this is actually a fucking great point because this is what I'm, this is a, this gets back to that animal rider synthesis. If the man, if the man is killed, does Mm -hmm. horse continue the fight? I think that takes a special kind of horse. So like a really, just a murder sea biscuit, a murder biscuit, Mm -hmm. if you will, 
That was what is like, the horse gonna do? Like, oh well, da- Daryl's <laughs> down. I'm. Uh, I guess I'll go eat all their oats, so they won't have any for later. Well, I'm gonna burn just... their homes. Whoa, horse! What you just said is racist. Up. The centaurs would eat oats. No, actually, you know it's not because I eat oats sometimes. Yeah, in thank you. Form. Yeah, okay, everybody likes oats except um, for me, who only eats beans. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if the horse ate all my beans, then we'd have a fucking issue. Yeah, you'd have a real problem. Um, it's oh. this is a fucking good point. I think this might change the equation a little bit because horse. Uh, if you get a centaur in the horse meat, then I think they might be able to keep going a little bit, right? If you get a man, there's very little meat I have that if attacked with a big spear, I could keep keep the fire. You know what I mean? But a centaur, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of extra stuff on there. Shit. Because if you take me out, my horse is done. My horse isn't going to do anything to a centaur. Yeah. And also, you do have to get into the question of where the centaur is keeping their vital organs. Because Mm. I have no idea. If it's all in the human section, then you could just keep taking arrows to the horse meat and like brush it off. Your horse takes one arrow. He's going to be like, actually, I thought about it. Um, fuck all you guys. I'm actually yeah. leaving. Goodbye. I'm sorry. I know we're two souls intertwined in the most magical relationship possible, but I actually am going to go ahead and dip because this sucks. This sucks. I'm out of here. <sighs> Here's a Yahoo Answers user, Robin, uh, whose profile image is just the word Irish, um, cool. says, Centaurs would win because they can use the bow and arrows better than humans can. That's if there was a real war between centaurs versus human, they would all be dead. Oof. Now, Didn't even wait. think about the fact that centaurs would be better with the bow and arrows. That's, um, that's, un- you cannot bring in those facts. We do not know what kind of training anybody has in this. You ha- that has to be a zero something. Is, like, is there something about the integration of human and horse that makes them inherently better at archery? I'm confused. I know that, I know that, like, lore wise, centaurs are amazing archers, but I'm talking like, this is, I, we're talking about a real war here. You know what I mean? Not some fantasy war. We're talking about real centaurs, okay? Yeah. I think like, I've changed from my days answer. Of old. Okay, wait a minute. We're talking about a war. Not yep. a battle, not a skirmish, Ooh. a war. You oh, could, you shit. Ha- you cannot, like, look at the Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Look at how important, like, predicting troop movement was in that war. And it led to s- several lopsided battles Mm. And and sort of predicting where the enemy was going to be. I'm sure that's true for any war. I've just read more books about the Civil War. So if you can assume that centaurs are going to be more mobile and going to be able to sort of uh, be in other places like faster than the humans, yeah. then, then like in terms of like troop formation and sort of moving your resources around, the centaurs might actually have an advantage there. Oh Flip shit! Side. Not Fli- o- not only uh, that, Justin. But speaking of resources, you only got to feed a centaur once. Yes, exactly. You got to feed a dude okay. and a horse separately. That's double the food. Fuck. Okay. And centaurs are probably just eating apples. So, whoa. Okay. Whoa. I mean, yeah. And like terrain. I was gonna say something about terrain being an issue for a centaur, but like you've got to bring your horses, so it's like can't be. That's that's equal. But there is the issue. Now, okay, you do have to imagine, though, that the caloric load of a centaur. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. I mean, it's, it, <laughs> yeah, it, no. it, it's not going to be one-to-one, but there, I, there are certainly some efficiencies right. Strike there. it. Strike it from the pro list. It's gone. 
It's gone. Um, is there something to be said about the styles of combat that humans beings have that centaurs do not have, right? Like, uh, centaurs, essentially, it's all cavalry, no infantry. And so, mm. like, you, the human beings, dismount the horses, and you put those, like, poles to the spikes on the ground sticking out towards the horses. You could you could build, a you could build like, a, a centaur barricade pretty well, I, I feel like. Um, another thing is that centaurs, very little stealth capabilities, I feel like. Very little mm. guerrilla combat available to them. You go into a woods and you they're playing in an ambush and all you hear is like, clop, 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 clop. You're like, there's fucking centaurs here. Everybody stay let's, frosty. Let's just open up the big book that nobody is willing to look at, but I'm going to pull it off the shelf, blow the dust off, and it's a big book labeled espionage. And mm-hmm. that's going to be extremely difficult for a human, but feasible. If you got the right costume, you could maybe pull it off. <laughs> if you're a centaur double agent, no one is fooled. There's just Fuck no that. Reaction. No, you just drape some some fucking jeans around your torso, and it'll be like, that's a weird way to ride a horse. Like, don't you judge me, me and this animal. Where's your horse's head? Don't worry about it. It's in the jeans with me. And Justin, I'm sorry, but I'll tell you who's fooled. A horse. Yep. The human might not be, but the horse is like, hey, I'm going to come hang out with you guys here. You're all horses. What's that? Tranquilizer, tranquilizer, tranquilizer. Let's go. Right? Yeah. And you're in there. Also, here's the thing. We can't separate. I don't think it's fair in this discussion to talk about human separate from horse versus centaur. Because, like, I, that's not the question. It's person on that horse. That has to be it. That has, has to be war. Only, that's the only fucking thing we got going for us in this fight. You want to tie a hand behind our back? No way. It's a plus well, then and a minus. You can say, well, but then the centaurs are going to partner with some fairies and shit, and like, no. then they're no, in there. No, come on. You're confusing this fucking conversation for no reason. I, my ability to get off a horse is the only thing separating me from centaurs. This is, this and is their it, ability it has to, to factor in. And their connection, their deep connection, is the advantage over us. It's the one defining factor. Right. Now, I, I do, I will grant Travis that I, I think that allowing for humans to. St- like sort of build traps and what have you. That's it. Is is against the spirit. I I I think it's against the spirit of the question. I think the assumption has to be anytime these two are fighting, it is definitely who's, man on who's man fucking on side are you on in this thing? Because it's it sounds like you're like anti-human now. I'm just torn about it, Griffin, because the the thing is, if they do separate and can separate, it also lends the centaurs an advantage because if they get the drop on the humans. They, it could be a massacre. I mean, it could wait, be. Wait. I could, kill, I could fuck up a centaur right Hold now. On. I'm this not This is afraid. fucked up. This is fucked up. Can we agree? Like, I think, what, I think, what we have to all accept now is the ultimate is a person centaur team up. Whoa! Versus, hold on. Right? Whoa! I did not expect this West Side Story. This bullshit. is a love me... story that blossoms. But here. imagine that. Think about riding a horse and being able to like. Also strategize with them oh and like be like, God. you go left, I'll go right. You pick me back up and then we're going to like. I I'm have saying. a short, I have a very short list of people in my life where if I was a centaur, I would be okay with them riding me. It's a very short. <laughs> and boys, I don't, I don't know if you're on it. It's like oh, really short. Give me a bit more time on this slow carb diet. We'll see. You, it may, it may be a little. <laughs> it's bit not more a weight palatable. thing. It's not a weight thing. It's not a weight thing. Because okay. first of all, if I was a centaur, I would have the most beautiful, strong, proud back, and I can carry anybody. 
Why it's do you a, not think that your centaur form would be a reflection of your current <laughs> uber fragile, no hot food allowed human state? I don't see why you're granting yourself immunity to stomach acid all of a big, sudden. beautiful, proud, strong back I can carry anybody. It is not a, uh, it's, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with my pride, I guess. You never who just would see you? like, wait, who would you? Well, who's at the top of your list? Who's number one? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was in our vows, and you guys were at the wedding, so you know Rachel. Um, um, I mean, my son, but after, I mean, it's dangerous up there. Big, strong back, uh, and he can't really sit up so good yet, so. Uh, I'm going to say eventually. Joe Biden's at the top of mine. Joe is- Biden's up there for me, too. I mean, that goes without saying, just because I think he probably does have some sort of equestrian experience. And he'll call himself it- Joe Ryden, which is like, oh, God, Joe. yes. Oh, so good. Now, are we assuming that the first time they meet, there is no period in which the centaurs are sort of swept up, or sorry, the humans are sort of swept up in the majesty and beauty of seeing centaurs for real? Yeah. We're going to no, lose a lot of humans just from that sort of shock Oh, see, I think the opposite. I think humans, what we know about humans in, you know, now is like the immediate distrust of like, "Mm, no, we're just going to go ahead and just start the war. I think humans start the war. I think there's no reality start the war. Yeah. The humans will be more upset by the sort of like fear of the outsider here than centaurs are going to be about the blasphemy of humans riding horses. That will Mm. disgust them. And here's a here's a factor we've never considered in this argument yet. What makes us think this war gets going? This war is popping off. What makes us think that the horses are going to stay on our fucking side? Oh fuck! You're right. I think I think that's the I think that's the deciding factor here. I think maybe they'll stick with us for a while, right? Just because it's what they know. We give them sugar cubes, but after a minute, they see this this other way of living, and they're like, "Hey, you know what?" You keep me in a big jail and feed me sugar cubes only. Bye. If that happens, we're fucked. Like, if we that should... happens, we're done. Like, we're done. And the, and the only way to like get a grasp on that situation is to tighten the tighten the grip. And I'm fucking uncomfortable with that. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to win like that. No, Griffin. I think I think we need to build more trust with with our horses now. We're, start yeah. now. We've got to promise now. them. We've got to promise them liberty. We've got to promise them freedom. If they help us win this war, well, this is, is this, why. This is this is why, like the beginning of a Planet of the Apes movie where, like, us working with horses is what leads to centaurs, mm. and then we have to fight our own? Like, that's the future. The centaurs. Okay, have- Travis, are you suggesting? And I think you are. And I'm just going to pretend you are. If you aren't, are you suggesting that over like this water takes quite a while, mm-hmm. and in an underground bunker? hidden from the eyes of centaur and uh, uh, more faithful humans alike, scientists decide that we have to, the only recourse is to breed our own race of Mm -hmm. centaurs in the exact way that you think that that would happen. Yes, Uh, and then we send them back to start to like fight the war for us at the beginning. This is like a Terminator situation. Boys, I am thinking about those early centaurs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, there's gonna be some whoopsies in there, huh? Oh, wait a minute. It's we... just a fucking horse body, four hooves, and then just like at the armpits, it starts right at the end of the top hooves, and the dude's arms and head just hanging down like, oh, yes, oats me, dog. 
Can you imagine a centaur <laughs> with horse body, horse neck, human head? No torso, just human head on horse neck. Imagine horse body, no neck or head, but then the human torso and arms and human head are coming out of the side of the horse body. <laughs> oh, he's just no. always He's just always stunting off the side. This is true. Centaurs are always seen with like upright you know, spine from where the neck would be. What if it's just straight out continuation, just flat looking downward? I, I Travis, I'm gonna go with your plan. We send the centaurs back in time to f- begin the war, but we send them back too far. And what do they mm-hmm. do? They continue to breed. And then what do we find out? That's right. The centaurs that we're fighting in present day are the descendants of the no. centaurs that God. we ourselves invented and when sent back in learn? time. It was our own hubris. Someone needs to to stop us. We need to stop uh, making mix-ups in God's Chipotle and just kind of accept (laughs) what we have on Earth. Stop throwing the beans and rice around in the good Lord's Lord's Chipotle and just kind of be satisfied with what we get. Appreciate every day. Every day is a gift. That's why it's called the present. (sighs) Maybe the centaurs deserve to win. I think the centaurs deserve to win. I think it's time to give someone else a shot. Give yeah, someone else a chance. Good we we screwed, we've already screwed this pooch. I think it's time to give somebody else a chance at running things. I'm talking about uh, these centaurs. That I is cannot a- stop thinking. I cannot stop thinking about a side saddle centaur. That is the most <laughs> grisly life I could ever ever envision. Um, Horse had human body. Yeah, I mean, good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, you never really think about that. That like the perfect blend probably took quite a few generations of experimentation. Um, well, folks, that's gonna do it. For- <laughs> that's gonna do it for us. Oh shit, that was like twenty five minutes of horse to Daisy. That's our whole episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this discussion because it was half the show, and the ones before it also were there. Um, hey, listen, I'm gonna be doing Sawbones. Uh, live in Philadelphia, um, and I would really like it. It's going to be next w- or this coming weekend, I guess. By the time you listen to this, if you would come out and what uh, day is check that? That. that is going to be Sunday, uh, and it you can get tickets the sixteenth uh, or the ninth because this is coming out on the tenth. Yeah, it's the sixteenth Sunday. The 16th. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, it's going to be at two p.m. at the Trocadero Theater. Tickets are like twenty four fifty, I think. Uh, Sunday, July sixteenth. As part of the Philly Podcast Festival, Sawbones is going to be live, and you can get tickets at bit.ly forward slash Sawbones Philly. Um, come out and say hi. It should be fun. It's in the middle of the afternoon. It's an all-ages show. Um, no swearing uh, to the best of our ability. And uh, uh, Flophouse is going to be there, too, so get tickets to see them and um, come out and see me. Um, we are we are also, of course, doing our, our live shows at uh, San Diego Comic-Con coming up in just a couple weeks. So if you have questions for the My Brother, My Brother and Me show, make sure to send them in uh, with the subject SDCC live show. Um, and maybe we'll see you there as we're walking around and stuff. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, which is a song off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. It's a very, very good song, very good album. We're very grateful are able to use it here on this show. I uh, also want to thank Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great shows there, like Stop Podcasting Yourself and Lady to Lady and Dead Pilot Society and uh, One Bad Mother and all the great shows there. We also do a bunch of other podcasts and video stuff that you can find at McElroyShows.com. That it? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's going to do it. This final Yahoo was sent in by Zoe Kinski. Riding high, Zoe Kinski. It's from Yahoo Answers user Christian, who asks, Is Minecraft based on a true story? <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, Me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. How many times has this happened to you? Oh man, if only I knew whether it was better to be too hot or too cold, or who the best James Bond was, that girl would have gone out with me. Now you can with We Got This With Mark and Hal, the podcast from MaximumFun.org every Tuesday. Hey, Lois, it's Joey. The best James Bond was Daniel Craig, and it's better to be too cold than too hot. Thanks, We Got This With Mark and Hal. Only on MaximumFun.org, or wherever you get fine podcasts.